Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy, and this week's episode is all about interracial relationships and the anxiety that may come along with it. So join me on the porch with our co-hosts and new guests. Take care. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the porch. Mel, what you doing? Because you was just looking like you was just staring. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. <laughs> right. I was like, what you doing? Mel, you was just looking like the... <laughs> Something popped up in the middle of the screen. I'm sorry. That's all right. I know I'll be fucking up in Turn the your beginning. Turn your porn so off, Mel. Turn the porn off. <laughs> uh, uh, right or turn the screen around one of the two are you looking to order black porn <laughs> that's, a, that's right. a good one for the topic today so okay. how are you doing today we have some guests with us on the porch today we have patrick hey patrick how are you doing i'm good thank you so much for having me this is exciting tell us a little bit what about up, patrick uh, well, my name is Patrick Jones. I've been a journalist for like 10 years and I have two podcasts, one called Death Space Filling the Void. It's a show about grief and, and uh, dealing with our own mortality. And, and the other one is called That Gives Me Anxiety, which is about different things that scare us and why they may not be as scary as we think. Well, you might be scared after yeah. you this, so you're going to be like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna add less chit chat shit to that list. You're gonna be like, hey, right. this, this gave me anxiety. Yeah, no, it you guys are also welcome. It's gonna be it great. Bad. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. Joy, how are you? Good evening. I'm great. Thank you. Uh, my name is Joy. I live in Rhode Island. I'm a retired disabled veteran. Mm-hmm. So mostly I just chill out during COVID. Um, I'm gay, always been gay. I'm looking forward to talking about my relationships as a gay person. Mm-hmm. Very few people that, that I've dated have been white, like less than a handful. And I've been dating for 56. I mean, I'm 56 years old, so I've been dating, you know, 40 years, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's a long time. Hey, 56, right. you say 40. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. All okay, right. So. <laughs> So, you know, if I started dating around 79, 80, you know, 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. you know, that's right around when AIDS was coming around. Oh, wow. So being gay, there was a huge amount of negative attention on the gay community at that time. There was really right. no way to slide under the radar if you wanted to be yourself in any kind of way, because mm-hmm. it was very much an us or them. Okay. You know, people, people who weren't gay made a lot of fun of people who were gay. And, you know, we lost a lot of people. And so that was a stressor right there. And then I went into the military and that was a stressor because you're not supposed to be gay. Yeah. And Joy, just for reference time for the listeners on the porch, are we talking the 80s when you were talking about initially? Did I miss you say the 80s? I don't know if you're talking about. Yeah, I started dating about 79, 80. And then, um, and then the, the AIDS epidemic, that was like, what, 80? That was that was a little earlier was, than It was 80. running up at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before, okay. before we get into the meat of it, because we want everybody to do this. This is a really um, this is a really hot topic, y'all, because I think everybody's going to have something to say, because interracial um, relationships, you know, any type of relationship 
it's a relationship that we all have something to say about, you know, some people have never been in one, but of course, you know, we're not living in a box anymore. We all know somebody who's in an interracial relationship. So, um, but before we get started, we, we don't want to um, remiss to talk about our question. Um, this is something new for the porch because usually I'm the crazy one that bring up something that everybody say, what the hell Tangent. is he talking about? But, you know, something, you know, I didn't got off the internet and then everybody joined in. So, you know, we want to switch it up a little bit. We want to hear from, you know, our listeners, you know, for a question of the day and say, hey, can we answer this question? And what are they um, feeling about the porch? So let's say what the um, listeners, um, one of our listeners want to say, this is Letitia. So let's hear what Letitia has to say. That's a really good question. Um, for mm-hmm. me, I've been traveling a lot since I've, since I've been working, but I haven't traveled for pleasure. And I've been meeting a lot of people on the plane this, that have been giving me some anxiety. They don't want to mask up. They're behind mm-hmm. you coughing. They're doing a lot of shit. So I don't know. I don't right. know I'm going anywhere for pleasure. I'm not going to risk that my life for it right now. Yeah. I, I, thought, this, I a- thought the same thing, Mel. I did because I, I look at a lot of different, um, you know, sites of, vacation packaging and then I just withdraw I'm like I'm not ready yet because I have severe anxiety about being on a plane that's probably my biggest thing being on a plane because then people don't want to wear their masks they don't want to wear their masks they're coughing all behind you and it's like what the hell you know (laughs) (laughs) stop that you know, Ramel's also partly a liar because she talks about people being fools who travel, but yet you beg me to come see you. <laughs> yes, bitch, come see me. <laughs> but this but you this fool got on a plane. <laughs> yeah, there's so much guilt with traveling. I posted up. I didn't go anywhere. Patrick? Oh, I was saying uh, there's so much guilt with, with traveling now. Like, um, I was spent most of the pandemic in a 750 square foot apartment. And so my girlfriend and I decided to go on this road trip because we didn't have to get on planes because we were so afraid of getting on planes. But like the whole time we were just like, why we needed to do it for our mental sake, but also we're like, who are we? You know, we could potentially be bringing COVID along state lines. Like it just, there was like no one, I mean, there was a lot of enjoyment, but at the same time, we were just constantly kicking ourselves. Did you wear a mask? Oh, Did yeah. You went out? Like, just so much antibacterial cream. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. Be responsible. Uh, Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think well, I, 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 I travel. Vaccinated. Well, I was going to say... I did, I did. Oh, you, you been, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, I've been vaccinated, so I did travel. I did travel, but my anxiety was like, okay, what's going to be open? I, I don't want to go somewhere and everything shut down. Like I right. can't do anything, you know? And I was like, okay, what's going to be open? So that part was a little stressful there in itself trying to travel. But I was like, okay, I'm going to mask up. I'm going to continue to do what I have to do to try to strengthen my immune system. So, you know, I kind of come from that, that, that angle. But mm-hmm. when they open things up, because I'm like, hey, I, my mental awareness is up to me. I got to go have some fun. I got to go mm-hmm. travel. I got to go do some things, you know? Mm-hmm. So within safety, you know, that's the whole thing. Right. Now, you know, it's just affected us all that the process of being safe is what you have to take in consideration. But uh, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't 
concern myself as much about what others, if they're not vaccinated, if they're not wearing a mask, I'm thinking about JB and strengthening my immune system and I'm going to protect myself as much as I can, you know, right. but you know, so the stress of traveling was a little kind of like, oh man, you know, but uh, it still was so much fun. I'm glad I did. And I'm, I'm ready to go do something else. You know, Where'd you go? So I'm here. Aisha? New Orleans. I went to New Orleans, man. I went down to New Orleans. I've never been Ooh, to New Orleans, you know? And I got yeah, to go down to uh, to uh, Bourbon Street, man. You know, oh, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, Smash let's go. Smash your fingers between. Yeah. You know, I find the little locals. Yeah. Right. Look, that was like, man, going down to Bourbon Street. It was like 1030. He said, they hopping and popping. So I said, okay. Then there's another young lady said, well, you may not want to go down there because they're not going to be wearing any masks and everybody's going to be wide open and everybody's just, you know, <laughs> saying you may not want to go down there. You know, I was like, we're going to Bourbon Street. You know, let's go. But it was it was wide open. I mean, nobody was wearing masks. You know, <laughs> nothing. Team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, I, drinking. I mean, what are you gonna do? Pour the, pour the mask. <laughs> exactly. You put two so, masks on and split it in the middle, and you put the straw in the center. You, you see, will find a way. You gotta be a real drinker. <laughs> That's always right. a way. <laughs> so you know, I, I just but that part was it was just a little of that you know, anxiety with that. I was making sure, all right, what are y'all, everything open? I want to have some fun, you know? I ain't right. to worry about going, can't yeah. go traveling and everything is closed, you know, so. Unless that's what you're going for, because that's what I did. I, uh, like the listener who posed the question, I also went to Vegas because COVID canceled my 40th birthday and oh. our 10 year anniversary and mm. just a ton of stuff was canceled. So we waited a really, really long time and we finally wow. decided to plan a mini do-over in Vegas since we can drive there. So we packed up the girls in the car and we took them to Vegas. I sanitized the hell out of that uh, <laughs> hotel room. I got one with the, um, with the jacuzzi in the room because I knew the girls were, go- were gonna wanna go to the pool and I didn't want them to feel like, you know, right. they're like in here, I can't do anything, and they still talk about that. We had a pool, a swimming pool in our hotel room. Oh, oh, that's great. <laughs> but it was you a came to Atlanta too, so don't I don't did. That. I went to Vegas the year before that, but I did go to that was mostly work. I traveled for work also. I'm I'm the perfect person to answer this question because I own a travel agency, so I'm always sending people. Somewhere, but I did have to travel to Atlanta for work. And yes, um, they the girls did fly with me, so they were masked and covered and wrapped all up. And right. they did pretty well on the plane. But yeah, we did our best to make sure that we were protecting ourselves and also protecting the people around us. It was a lot. <laughs> I don't know when I will put those little people on a plane again. My husband and I are heading to Jamaica next month, so I'm oh, ready. Wow. <laughs> all right, there next you go. month. We all are we all have to figure out some way to be safe, but bring back some normalcy somehow. Yes. You know what I mean? You know, being safe is has to be incorporated. So I think that was a great question. Um we have to thank thank you, Leticia. We love that question. And um hopefully yes, thank you, Leticia. And a, a friendly let me get your phone number. <laughs> really? Let me get the <laughs> phone numbers. Let me find out if she got a man. Hopefully we'll be in the friendly skies really soon, you know, and the prices will go down with it. So um, but let's jump into our topic for tonight, anxiety and being in a racial couple. Um, so 
who wants to start off with their experience? Because first I have to go back and talk about my little TikTok experience because we talked about this earlier. But um, I told everybody I had this this little routine that I do at night. And, you know, my husband, he he always said, get the hell off of that damn TikTok come at night. That's why you always struggle in the morning to get up. So at night I look at Perry Mason and then I play with TikTok at the same time. So I saw this really pretty black girl and this really, really handsome white guy. They was dancing on TikTok. So I started reading the captions and she was actually trying to find him because they were at some club or something and they connected, but they didn't get any get each other's um numbers. And I was like, wow, they just look so perfect together. And I'm not gonna say really perfect. That's because he married. They jail, jail, but no, Jay. <laughs> See, you wanted yeah, the comments. They're one of the comments, okay? Because the comments was really mean and nasty. And what when she um actually commented herself, she basically said she um she was looking for him, but then she found him and they were going on a date. I was like, rah, rah, yeah, I'm so happy for you. And I just put a comment on there. Um, they basically comment after me and called me a fool. I was like, wow, I'm so hateful, you know. Where's the love? I mean, can we just like uh, love people being in love and trying to make something happen? But um, I was telling everybody before we start recording, I was like, he was fine as hell too. And I said, they just <laughs> like they just looked like a they was enjoying each other. So you know, all blinders off. You know, why can't people just look at everybody's relationship like that? You know, and people enjoying each other and and making it work. Who should care? So that's just my thought about it. But who want to jump into the pool now and tell their feelings about it? Uh, interracial relationships? Yeah, girl. Oh. Well, you know, I'll date, uh, I'll date any color. <laughs> Don't do it, Kimmy. <laughs> I, 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 I have some anxiety around <sighs> it. And when I was younger, I had anxiety. I'd be like, you know, he white with red hair and, you know, the hair is a little harsh. You know, I was really immature about it. And I'd see people um, looking at us a little bit different when we were younger. But times have evolved. So now I'm walking with a white man. I remember I was with a friend of mine. We were just friends recently. And we were, um, we and the white guys do a lot more than black guys sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Well, tell and more. Tell, tell more. Tell wait, 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 wait. Don't wait, do wait, it, Jay. Wait, wait. You can't throw wait. that out there. I, he came to town. He's like, to he was taking me out to dinner. So we went out to dinner. We came back to his hotel. He didn't just try to get me to his room. He was like, let's go down. Let's let's go have a drink on the, on the lobby level. And then let's go back outside. We went outside and he had one of those little horse and buggy chariots ready to take us on the city tour. It was very nice. Wow. This is the main part. The, the black guys in front of the hotel romantic. was telling me, ah, oh, sis, you doing it like that? And I was like, uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but, you know, I enjoyed it, but I did have some anxiety around it. I felt uncomfortable, even though I had not felt uncomfortable all night. It wasn't until the black guys had something to say when we were getting in something that I thought was a, a great situation. They, they spoke up and said something and I just felt weird. It See? just gave me a little bit of anxiety. It gave me a little, wow. a little bit. Yeah, but that, that's a valid point, though, you know, because it just brings it to the, I can just imagine bringing it to the limelight because now they Black just. Black guys stop eating. 
Look at Jay. Look at Jay's face. No, no, it's it's a good point. I mean, you know, he he had it like that, so that's good. He he was a romantic type dude, and he's like he can afford to roll out that thick red carpet. I mean, that's unfortunately <laughs> I can't afford that plush of red carpet. Mine might be a little stained and flat. But right, you're going right. to walk on it. Yeah, I'm going to keep you off the street. <laughs> but those curtains look good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, I I, I have always um, only dated women in my race. I've never dated any other race of women. Now, I'm not saying I haven't ever had the experience, but I've never dated. But I did talk to a family what? member to ask. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, well, I wanted no, to ask that, but you know, that 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 what? Hold up, what are you not getting it? I'm saying in a committed relationship. Let me break no, it down. No, but you just slid over that one all quick. Like, right. well, right. you know, I mean, I'm thinking like, okay, I know I ain't the crunchiest tip in the bag, but don't date it mean committed now? Or oh, that's no. gonna change too in this world. Everything changing in this world. So date it no longer means committed now. No. Is that what I'm hearing? No. No. Committed means just married. Get the details. I think said 2021 style. We not committed. I've we never been a whole different other topic, Jay. Okay. We talk about you. No, I'm saying that. interracial. Okay. I'm saying, but I know my brother has been involved for 30 years, mm. and he was sharing some interesting stories about. Really, locations he was telling me. Like, for instance, him and his his uh, Sue, his girlfriend, sweetheart. I mean, just as sweet as she can be. But he said that they go certain places, they would not serve them. I was like, what? I never thought that could happen. Go places? Did they like go into a time machine? Like that happened in? That's what I was surprised. Now here's the thing. But guess what? Guess what? So here's the weird thing though that don't surprise you. It was in the South. He said New York, Hawaii, out west. They don't ever have a problem. He said no. They're not doing that down there because guess what? Because the South still cannot get past. There's a lot of those Southern ways. I'm telling you. Yeah, I just moved from, from Brooklyn right, to right. Charleston, and I've had more than one uh, police officer start with, you know, I'm not racist, but, and it's like, See? that's the See? setup for, like, of you course. Have to you're say that. If you have to yeah. say yeah. that, right. get the camera right. out. Anytime yeah. you preface the question with that. So, yeah. but that was the interesting thing that he was sharing with me. And then on the other side, he's like some Midwestern states because my brother used to be a long haul truck driver. So they would go out on the road together. And he was saying some places in the Midwest were like giving him so much love and embraced them. You know, had no issues that he felt like, like in an hour, he was saying or like Nebraska, places like that. So I was like, wow. So that was something that I just, you know, I was just thinking about. He said that, and he said certain places he would go, he said, like some of the white men would stare at him. You know, you feel somebody looking at you, right? They just don't mm-hmm. stop looking at you. And they would keep staring at him till you make, he said he had to make eye contact with him finally so that they could show their displeasure before they would continue on. Isn't that something? I'm wow. like, wow. That's too yeah, much. That's, that's too that, much he was energy. telling me that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that was like, he said that, you know, 
He never he said he never had nobody want to get physical with him because my brother's 6'4", about 340. You see? You know, because he's <laughs> always, you know, so nobody ever thought. But he did say that there were times that he could tell, you know, that they were, you, you know, just wanted to create some kind of problem. But I was like, damn, we'd serve you? I was like, wow. I've had yeah, a hotel called the police on me when I've checked in with the woman. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've had the what? police come up. And knock on the door and be like, you know, be like, what's the problem? Well, there's only wooden bed in this room. It, it's gay and and what? racial. Yeah, it was oh in uh, Henderson, North Carolina. We we're out there. It was it was a joint mm. task air force. I was in the military, so there were several branches there. And my girlfriend happened to be also at that. And we didn't live together. We lived in separate states. So her and I went and got a room one night. And next thing I know, here come the police. And, you know, I'm having to say shit like Fourth Amendment and get out of my room, like crazy shit. But I mean, the people downstairs actually called the police because a black and white woman. Now, you know, my girl, she had a she had a gap in between her teeth and a four inch fro. I mean, she was, oh, was my cousin. <laughs> what's up? Hey, what's up? Gap I'd like family. to talk to her Gap again. <laughs> you know, but you know, I I didn't even think about that in preparing for this until just now. Because I've been through through so many situations, and like you were saying, it's always where. Mm-hmm. You know, in the South, you can't do that. That's like, what mine happened. Yeah, I wouldn't try that. I wouldn't try it unless you got your insurance paid up. You know, I wouldn't be trying all that stuff like that. It just I'll head north from Washington. I'm gonna try it because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like but, uh, it definitely still happens in the north. You know, I, I'm I'm yeah. a white man and and it's it's surprising when these people feel comfortable to like reveal themselves, like people right. commenting on another person's relationship and like assuming that I'm going to like go along with what they're saying. It's, it's scary, man. It's, it's, it's real. Like anyone who hasn't experienced this, like, I think it's important for people to hear that, you know, probably a lot of white people who haven't experienced it to be like, no, this shit happens. Like this isn't made right. up, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's uh, exactly to your point, Patrick. I mean, we're not on the topic of racism, but y'all know I can talk for days about that, how, yeah. how, how, you know, you know, but we're not going there. But <laughs> here's the interesting thing my brother shared with me too, though, right? And um, he said that not only the certain places would be white folks that are really uncomfortable. He said, but sometimes it was black servers wouldn't want to have, wouldn't serve them. Right. Well, yeah, you know, not, yeah. we, we cannot oh, tell you while while Caucasian, yeah, said, you know how black people yeah. can do so. Yeah, thing. so he was like, "Damn, really?" You know. Uh, so, it, it again is how we have been oppressed. I mean, you, we should be the last people to ever try to be oppressing any damn. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, for real. Like, well, let so, me ask you guys. Uh, you know, I, again, I'm white. Like, what do you think that that stems from? Are they are these people like calling? in this case, your brother, a traitor of some kind, like help me understand a little bit of like where that comes from. Yeah. I think think that's the energy. I think I really believe that that's the energy. Like when those guys were standing out in front of that building and this was in Atlanta, I felt like they were like, sis, this is the best you can do. And I was like, "Mm -hmm. Mm, that's not a fair question. 
Yeah. And you definitely wow. don't want to know the answer. So I felt like it was that <laughs> kind of like traitor yeah. question. Right. Like, you know, why are you being a traitor? Why can't, you know, yeah, it's, it's exactly. 20 of us lined up here. So, yeah. Uh, I get that that. definitely you know, isn't a lot of my experience. I think there's yeah. a lot of stigmas out there if we, if we want to be honest about it. There's a lot of stigmas out there when we talk about interracial relationships, you know, even for um, people of color, you know, when we see women with white men, you know what I mean? There's a certain perception that these white men are um, more on the elite side and they look a certain way and something like that. But when we see on the opposite side, we see the black male with the Caucasian woman, we start the black women all kind of look at it a little bit differently. You know, it's more of a judgment type of thing mm-hmm. when it can't be just the relationship. Maybe they just hooked up because they like each other. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. It's, it's just <laughs> not like that. It's, it's starting to say, okay, we're going to start to grade and level these people and say, that's why we're going to put a reason why they hooked up. You know what I mean? But not here's the double-edged like sword that. of it, though. Here's the crazy double-edged sword of it. It could be, uh, say, a white a brother that a white dude that has adopted was you know considered the black culture, right? Yeah. And he's accepted, got swag, all of that. Ooh, I know Will some he of them. get that same kind of traitor? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? If he married his sister and everybody knows and respects him and everybody, you know what I mean? He got the card. He got the whole card mm. and respect. So does he get that same kind of, you know, and vice versa, you know? You're talking about Paul Wall? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Eminem or whoever, whatever. I'm just saying, does that white person get that same, you know? uh, Energy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Aren't we we okay with that a little bit more? Yeah, that's what I said. It's it's different. It's like grading, like in the school level, you get different levels. Some people get right. big ass fucking Fs. You know what I mean? But you see, see that person <laughs> over there with you, like, damn, they just she picked up that loser. You know what I mean? And blah blah. You know, it's be honest, y'all. You know, everybody says the same thing. They they get graded and ranked. You know what I mean? Your ass don't want to be on the lower ranking side with that dude. But if you with a if a, a fine ass white man or something like that, somebody is gonna be hating. We already know that. But you're gonna get a couple passes if you with somebody. What about? You know what? Compare it. Let's just keep be honest. Compare it. Be honest. Somebody, yeah, be honest. Be, if you with somebody, they ain't got no job or nothing like that, and they damn sure on the opposite. Um, they they Caucasian or something. It's just the same thing. They still a no working ass person. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a no working ass black person. You know what I mean? They still right. Well, sorry, they're still sorry. Category for their asses. You see what I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's just categorizing people. Like I don't care. You know, it is what it is. I think. We so when you, so when you're happy in a relationship with the person outside of your race, and people try to put anxiety on you, what do you, yeah. what should you do? Those who are dating outside the race, what should you do? Drink a lot. Tell them to mind their damn business. Drink a lot. Drink a lot. <laughs> drink a lot. Smoke weed. Uh-huh. Do those kind of things and live your happy life and tell them to fuck you because I don't give a shit. Because okay, well, smoke fact. weed is a given, but you have to navigate because <laughs> dating black women, on, I could be in a room and be the only white person there. Mm, That's right. way more comfortable for me than being with my girl in a room with all white people there because right. they don't. 
they don't side eye whatnot. You never know what they're cheesing at you. Uh, <laughs> and you, you know what I'm saying? You have no idea what the they're thinking. Yeah. But if right. you go over you to the majority fuck. black people, some people don't want to fuck with you, but you know when you look at them. Right. Right. You know what you're working with. Yeah. That's been my husband's experience. Like he's been, you know, ex- completely accepted by all of my friends. I'm in a sorority. So the first time we hang out with my friends, he's the only white guy in a room full of black people. And it's that way, you know, all the time. And he's like, he holds his own. He's more comfortable because right. he knows what uh, what he's dealing with. It's like you turn into their white person. Yeah. Like, you know, I lived in neighborhoods where I was the only, like, literally, like, Ramel, you know this, when I lived in East Point. W- w- mm-hmm. Did you see another person in East Point? I was scared for her, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be calling her up like, wow, man, that's my, a great point. <clears throat> man, my air conditioner got stolen, man. But, I, you know, it was like, She's like, that's what you get for going away for six weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but that's what that's that. where I'm comfortable. And I've always been privileged enough to lean on the fact that they would take me in as their white person. She white, but she our white person. And that started oh. when I was young in school. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that's, that's, how about that's you, like, Wow. Who just said that? Go ahead, Jay. No, no, go ahead, Patrick. You, you're gonna. Oh well, on the uh, on the other side, I you know, uh, well, I, I guess it's just to state it plainly, it's just like I, life can be so fucking hard. We all are like carrying all this shit. I just never understood like why people choose to hold on to these like weight because they're weights. They they're they're weighing you down from being happy. That's like you look have to look at other people's relationships. And like, give a shit at all. Uh, so I, I just, I, I just don't understand. Right. I, it's, it's hard to, to get into that mind. But on a, on a positive side, I've, I've had uh, people hit on me who are not white with, uh, like, oh. a line like, "Okay, so oh, do you ever?" What they do. I had this woman in in New York City come up to me and go, "So, uh, do you ever fuck non white girls?" <laughs> you with the swirl is what they want to really right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, nice. yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, it was just so forward and, and hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome, did you, get, did you awesome. get anxiety when she came up and said that? No, that was that was a beautiful thing. That's the okay. that's fucking great. That's so, like what so, you so, wish would happen, right? Like when you go ahead and I know. Patrick. I mean, uh, I don't know if your girlfriend's listening, but did you go ahead and smash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if she's listening. Well, actually, as of yesterday, my girlfriend is now my fiance. Oh, uh, congratulations! Oh, congratulations. Yes. But then you thank you, thank you. Yes, I did. Smash. Congratulations! Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. This is life before y'all. He ain't cheating. This is life. Before. No, 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 no. That was before. Look, was don't right. listen, Jay. I'm telling you. Right what are you talking about? Actually, we good, man. Yeah, that was, that was good mode. Good mode. Good yeah, mode. That was, that was awesome, though. But Smart. You know, that just tells you, you know, um, it's 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 an open market. It's free game. If if there was a whole bunch of us in it you know or just us you know we would get along well and yeah we wouldn't have all the issues that we have right now anybody else has any other um comments they wanted to add to because i think this was really a a good episode we touched on a lot of different things about interracial relationships 
Jay? You know, it's funny. I just will say that it was, you know, I'm an OG, y'all. So we used to say this, like Joy would say, we'll say, she down with the brown. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and that's where you know exactly. <laughs> she down with the brown. She cool of the game, and that's 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 what you were saying. And it's it's true that uh, I've noticed that anyone that I know growing up, there's any you know, it's like my sister in law. I call her my sue my sister in law because they've been together so long. Um, she get nothing but love and acceptance from us as a family, and that's what all of us need. That's what we all should be trying mm-hmm. to do is love each other while we still can for who we are, not the choices we make. Absolutely. You know, that's what's most important, yeah. Amen, yeah. Agreed. Nope. Aisha? That's good stuff. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I'm just of that mindset, like mind the business that pays you. I'm so fortunate that I was brought up in a in a family where we were taught to love and respect all people from all walks of life. And I've carried that throughout my whole entire life. I try to make sure that that's the way that my children are raised and what have you. And when it comes to, you know, the external hate and whatever, I'll be quick to tell somebody, try Jesus, don't try me. (laughs) My choices. So I've always been that way. I've never felt like I've had to defend my choices about who my husband is and who I love in any capacity. And I extend the same respect that I would want to everybody, my friends and the people that I don't even know, you know, you, who you are, who you love, who you choose to be with, what you choose to do, that takes nothing away from me and who I am and what I'm doing. So I can, you know, let you do your thing and I do my thing and, you know, it doesn't have to be the same thing. And I wish that more people would, you know, take the time to focus on their business and not the business of other people. There's more than enough love out here for all of us if everybody just mind their damn business. Aisha, (laughs) that's right. I love that, Aisha. You say you're in a sorority? I am. Oh, okay. We're sorority. Sigma Gamma Sigma Gamma Rho. Okay. So I know your sorrows be like, girl, do he got any brothers? All the time because of who he is and how he carries himself. (laughs) <laughs> he does, but they broke the mold. Is it true what they say? They damn sure broke the mold with Alex. Stupid. Mel, what's your thoughts? Well, I'm out of the anxiety era now. I'm just dating uh, freely, any color. I'm, I'm enjoying life. And I don't really give a gotcha. fuck who looks twice or says something. I don't care anymore. That's what I'm talking that's what I'm talking about, Mel. Joy. That's where I'm at too. You know, I'm 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 still on the struggle because I'm still single. <laughs> so I'm not settled mm-hmm. into one of these little comfortable arrangements yet. Um, <laughs> but but you know, I'm older now. When people just give me shit, it, you know, I was telling Ramelos before I look at them and be like, you're not important. Like you right. you just not. Right. Like, I used to get so upset about shit. You know, I got PTSD up to my eyeballs. And the way I mostly calmed down about that, besides five years of therapy, was just really realizing that I could give a fuck about what they think. So, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think the other side of this is I I think that people can change. I I really do. Uh, Maybe that's helpful thinking, but I think it's important that when you hear someone admit to a a, a negative thought about another couple or just like 
being racist in general, like calling that shit out, not just ignoring it and, and, and being silent. It's important to shut that shit down and, exactly. and let people know that that's not going to be okay because, you know, it's 2021 and fuck enough right. is enough. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Right. Salute you, man. I love you, know, you for saying that. I say in closing, so you know, true. if we want to control our anxiety, we can, we know one thing is that we can't control other people. We got to mm. live our own fucking life at the end of the day. You know what I mean? At, you I know, that, yeah. do, what, do what make you happy. You know, if you in a relationship with somebody um, other than your um, sex or, I mean, you know, nationality, whatever makes you happy, fucking do it. Just do it. Don't let that consume your life, you know, because we are people and at the end of the day, we all going to die the same way we were born. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. So if you were somebody black, white, Chinese, Mexican or whatever, it does not even matter. If they make you happy, they treat you with respect. They, you know, y'all have something going on that you feel happy with in that relationship. That's the only thing that is really important. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because they are not in your relationship. And I think I learned that early on in life because when you listen to what other people say and take their judgment of your partner, most likely that relationship is not going to last because you put more stock in what somebody else said. And then that means the communication is not there with that relationship. And number two, you're not even thinking about what is important in your own life and what's making you happy. That's called self-care. When are you caring for your own self? So that's really important. So at the end of the day, that person could be fucking psychedelic. It doesn't even freaking matter. It doesn't matter what somebody else say. Anxiety comes from a lot of times, I think, that you are overthinking and having the expectation of somebody else. And that never works. That never, never works. And I think you have to like kind of, you know, choose your battles. My battle is not giving the hell what other people think. And then that's, that's not being said in like a nasty way. Because you know how when people say, I don't give a shit about other people. And they just do nasty, raunchy shit to people. No, I don't really mean it like that. That means that your thoughts is not a priority to me when it comes right. to my happiness that doesn't mean it has to intersect with your priorities you got to do what's going to make you happy and i'm going to do what's going to make me happy so um this was a really really good episode and thank you joy thank you patrick jay aisha horsemel yeah this was an awesome join us again (laughs) next wednesday on the port you can always catch us on our social media page let's chit chat sis on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We will be here to bring you the hottest topics as usual. So meet us on the porch next Sunday. I mean, next Wednesday. I said something. I'm so used to that. So take care. We'll see you then. Bye.